strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super! Raditz had just purchased a brand new Power Scouter from the Apple Store, showing all his homies his great new Power Scouter. Nothing would go wrong with this flawless piece of equipment, but the dongle you have to buy? That seems a bit much. Find out more this episode of Ballin' Out Super! Good. Yeah. It's better than the joke. We're never doing it again. We're never doing the joke again. We're all happy that we're not doing that joke anymore. I think we're all equally happy. That part of the show is phased out. And we get this nice, smooth little opening here where we get to just chat a little bit. Slide in. Slide into the show. And then say, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out. Zikai! Zikai. I'm your Zikai. host, Jeremy Hammond. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be drinking iced coffee on the evening on this President's Day. Yep, drink it in, the Katie. In anime room. Drink it in. And Alex Patak. Hey, what's up, everybody? Call me Rob Thomas this episode, because I'm feeling smooth. Nice. Nice. Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just like the ocean yeah. under the moon, my oh. friend. <laughs> and our guest Hi. this week. It's I'm it's, Eli. It's, it's it's Eli. You didn't think you'd come back on the no. show. You didn't. Oh well, uh Alex was on my podcast and we got into a deep discussion of weighted clothing and its relevance in the Dragon Ball universe, so Clearly, I had to come back. We and, just started doing this it. show on his podcast <laughs> yeah. for like three minutes, and I was like, we should just have him. He well, lives Kath here. I fell <laughs> asleep. That, yeah. that does happen on other people's podcasts fairly often when one of us. Just in depth discussions of Dragon Ball Z, and you're like, I, d- I do this somewhere or, else. I know I, uh, so much. No one wants to listen, and I do it every week. Or, like I said in one of our other shows, if I'm at a party. And people know me from the podcast specifically. They'll be like, "Oh, hey, friends, how are you doing? How's your life? Where are you up to, Katie? I'm going to list anime at you now." And I'm like, "Great, I know how to handle this. <laughs> this not- is a social interaction that I'm gonna ace. Are you ready to duel?" And we're not talking to receive your list. Top five anime betrayals. Number one, Katie at the party. Yeah. yeah, and we're not speaking to anyone in particular. Michael Che of Saturday Night Live. Leave Katie alone. Leave Wait, Katie what? alone. She's Michael just trying che. to have fun at a party. Wait, what? Yeah, is yeah. he harassing me? I blocked him because I got scared. <laughs> no, he's 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 talking. Use the search. I told you how I have to have a conversation at least once a week with my dad why I don't like Michael Che. <laughs> uh, did you tell me that? I think I would remember that. Yeah, my dad loves him. Is your dad friends with Michael Che no, or something? Well, my dad is a man uh, of a certain age who used to work in television, so he thinks that like Instagram means you're really friends with people sometimes. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Mm-hmm. Like if you like if you weren't friends, why would they show you their pictures? Right. And uh, <laughs> or you know, it depends. Like he knows he's not friends with Michael Che, but he's like, I just love his online content. He like he's just ripping into people and I'm like, Dad, I've told you like several times that it's not just that he's like a dick, it's like he's been dick to people I know in yeah. real life who are my friends who are women. And work in comedy, much like your daughter, who you raise. And your he's dad's like, just at the Thanksgiving table, just like, boy, that Jack Allison sure is a bitch, huh? Yeah, <laughs> every week, every week, Katie has to explain Jack Allison's feed to her 60-year-old father. And he's just like, I just think if you want to work in this business, you got to show some respect to the showrunner. <laughs> Yeah. You're laughing. You're, you're laughing, 
for a reason, jokes. <laughs> You're laughing and making jokes. But these are the horrible conversations I have to have like, in real life. Like, like, I, I don't know. When he's on TV for those six minutes, he seems perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's most of him to me. <laughs> uh, my dad's Instagram thing is he is not good at it. And then he came by and he was like, he's a big like Nationals fan, like baseball. And he's like, he's like, you got to help me when he came and visited. <laughs> and he's like, so Bryce Harper. Is Mr. Like Met is in town. Yeah. Like <laughs> was a Nats player got traded. And he like, I guess he like tried to troll uh, Bryce Harper's because his, his Instagram account, which I made for him like a caring son, <laughs> is AU Park Nats fan 22. No identifying information. And he shows me, he's like, I was trying to do a joke. He had somehow created a new Instagram account that was just his government name, just <laughs> fucking David Uden, and then commented some shit under Bryce Harper. He's like, people are replying to me. It's like, I don't know how you created an account that's just your actual name. But yeah, I don't know. They probably are not in great shape with that. Well, Am I about also, to get drafted? Bryce Harper will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce Harper's whole thing is he's great at yelling and punching like referees in the face it's not a great person is like, he been fighting he he gets ejected all the time really yeah at least when he was on the Phillies he was that was his whole thing is he would go and scream a bunch <laughs> and then ejected? all the little boys would start fighting and then the guy goes get out of here which because I'm not good at sports but love wrestling that's my favorite thing because it's the closest you get to the oh, two yeah. in baseball right. when all the little <laughs> men start fighting and they throw their nice things on the ground. They yeah. never get to the there's part some... where they knock out the ref. And then <laughs> no. they, uh, the fight keeps going. There's yeah. there's some there's some like anime voice patterns in baseball, you know? They like every time they say strike, they're like that's like that's anime. <laughs> You're doing anime. They just need to close up on every time there's like two strikes, they need to close up on the batter's face. The men strike two when they get one angry, big bead of sweat. <laughs> they talk so close to each other like they're gonna kiss, like most like, you know, anime speech scenes yeah. when they're rolling. Up. Anyway, we can interview you're telling, Eli now. I'm just when uh, you're telling the uh, the the catcher what to do. That's jutsus. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the hand thing say, is. How much would baseball be improved <laughs> if the, the catcher's every doing time the hand sign? <laughs> yeah. When every he's got time. his hand down beneath him before the pitch, he's just doing. He's like deer, fucking <laughs> water, lightning, <yeah. laughs> curveball jutsu. <laughs> Like this is real because some My pitchers are technique. like some some pitchers are like I may not be as strong as you in raw power, but I think you'll find my techniques to be quite difficult to deal with. Knuckleball, ready, go. <laughs> Ooh, that ready go got me excited for later. For later, yeah. Oh, G Gundam full of ready goes. If you're is not that... buying the paywall, we're saying ready go All two two or three times an episode <laughs> at least. Ooh, um, no more for now. I'm getting too worked up. Yeah, so Eli, what have you been watching lately? Yeah, what are you up oh, to? Man. What am I up to? I've been playing an unimaginable amount of video games because I am hella fucking unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Training. <laughs> unemployed. Yeah. It's like, what was my day today? Well, I went. I woke up around 1 p.m. I strolled down to the pharmacy to pick up my antidepressants, and then I played Near Automata until I had to go do a Dragon Ball podcast. <laughs> like, the most unemployed. Yeah. So, I've been, I don't know if it's true. I haven't, so. like, watched too much... I feel like the only anime I've been keeping up with is Food Wars, which is very good. It's so good. But it's so horny. I can't watch it in my living room. You can't watch it around anybody. Nobody can know that you watch it. It has to be your secret. My mom, when me and Alyssa were watching Food Wars, my mom like watched an episode with us. And I have not seen an old woman look more betrayed at the future of culture than this sex food anime. An old Italian woman where they're like... For some reason, because they always in food where they're like, they're going deep into the actual like lore and like history of Italian cooking, and just everyone's clothes are off. <laughs> like, oh no, why is happening? I like it. You shame me. <laughs> oh no, I'm a gonna bust. I feel really privileged because I live in a house where everyone appreciates and loves horrible anime. So if I wa- watch something very 
horny in the main room, they would just be into it. Sure, but yeah. you still have to worry that the people downstairs from you might hear all this. There's like sex. a lot of I don't moaning. give a shit. They already <laughs> they know I'm what a, this is. They already think I'm like an annoying cracker. So like, it's just, anything I, I do is like yeah. just. I'm like they're not wrong. Like, <laughs> I am the yeah. white girl neighbor with piercings and dyed hair. Yeah. This is in my lease. Yeah, they're <laughs> just happy I'm not like you know bringing more of my friends into the neighborhood and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. You're keeping them away by yeah. doing anime. <laughs> yeah. food, uh, food Wars always feels like a slap in the face. Like They're so clear about their like, it would be so easy for us to remove the horny parts of this. Yeah. But we will not. Like, you <laughs> could not just, even, we're just fucking even. Food Wars Kai where Kai is just like, I can watch this like with people around. Yeah. <laughs> Food Wars Kai, just cooking. Yeah. Not yeah. fun. Kai yeah. is short for kind of less horny. Yeah. <laughs> Though it is good when it's like kind of a gross food. You know, when it's yeah. like, they're like, mmm, ham jelly. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> like losing it. Well, they like yeah. give that to you right away because the first episode has like the, the squid with peanut butter or whatever. And she's oh, like, yeah. it's so gross. I feel like I'm being violated. And yeah. she's just like <laughs> getting fucked by the squid. Yeah. Every woman's dream. <laughs> Did I bring yep. up uh, Oda Shinamon Nobunaga? What? Oh, I haven't. This I has been know, my maybe. new big thing. It's it's just, it's uh it sounds like a string of Japanese words yeah. to me. Please go on. Oh a, no no! I hope it's, it's a Japanese name for like the most basic anime. No <laughs> no like... no! You are gonna love it. Okay, so this is a show. It is currently ongoing. I have to wait for the episodes to come out. It's on VRV. It's a show in which Oda Nobunaga, the feared warlord, is reincarnated as a cute puppy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tell me about this. <laughs> And his name is Cinnamon, but every time they say it, they pronounce it like very dramatic, like, Shinnamon! <laughs> and he's so violent, but he's just a dog! <laughs> Update, it still kicks ass! Somebody's gotta start watching this with me. <laughs> I will start that tonight. Yeah, it's Alyssa's it. favorite it show. She loves it. Good. Yeah. Wait, so does he like bite people as the dog? or is No, he just, he like, just has a fun dog time! <laughs> and all of his Does generals he... are dogs and they're like around and then they have real uh, footage of dogs at the end. <laughs> Does he know that he's even the warlord or is this like only the viewer knows but it's just a show oh, about a dog? he's aware. <laughs> and he's looking for vengeance. <laughs> Tiny vengeance. It also like clearly relies on you having a lot of knowledge about Oda Nobunaga I do not have which I think is very funny. Yeah. Like Hanoji where I was betrayed looks at camera and I'm like maybe. Yeah. You tell me. Were like, you would it be the equivalent of like if they made a show about General MacArthur being the, like the reincarnated I can as think a about, dog? It would, it would be they like, should remake. They should make a Dynasty Warriors, but it's like Civil War generals, <laughs> just a slash, hack and slash, just General Lee with a fucking like long sword spear. <laughs> it's Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like arms behind him, Naruto running to bunker, like Bunker Hill, just like slashing through. I remember not knowing that all the Dynasty Warriors characters are like real? revered generals. Yeah, real ass dudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Louis J. Gomez of their time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love being dumb as shit. Sometimes it makes yeah. my life so much more enjoyable. And then mm. when I find out stuff like that, I'm like, cool. It turns what? out I was learning. Lou <laughs> <laughs> uh, Boo. All right. <laughs> Whoa, that D- that Overwatch skin is a real guy. <laughs> it's like usually what it is. My favorite uh, thing in uh, in uh, Dynasty Warriors is just like think about how easy that would be from the developer's perspective because there's like 13 of those games. And everyone they're like, and uh, I'm on Wikipedia here. Uh, Shout sins in this one. Put it in. We have 500 characters. <laughs> related, yeah. Did I tell you about that? Uh, there's like a documentary on Netflix or something called like "Who Is General So." Yeah, oh, they yeah. make this documentary, and then like they, it's a it's a full like feature length thing. But they find out they go to China and they clearly think it's going to be like really hard to find out. And the first guy they ask are like, "Who is General So?" And the guy's like points to a statue, is like, "That's him." That's was- him. <laughs> We love him and his chicken. You're at his house. He was a general. Uh, He wasn't like especially important, but he did like that type of chicken. So (laughs) does that help you? And then they just have to fucking stretch for like an hour. (laughs) 
That's so... You're just kicking rocks around. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay. It's like, you guys couldn't have just Googled how easy this is going to yeah. be? Like, One of our most ancient mysteries to cover. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you guys want to know about Mao? You don't? That's too bad. We got a shit ton on him. Yeah. No, just the chicken thing. We thought this would be hard. Man, so... Uh, hey, Bay Pong's eyes you. Who's uh, Hunan? And they're like, it's a place. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's Szechuan? Who's Sesame Chicken? <laughs> Running out of chicken. General Shit. Sesame? <laughs> There's like a bunch of vice docs like that where they just do zero research to get there and immediately people are like, no, it's fine here. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, there's like a drug cartel, but we kind of arrested all of them. They're like, well, uh, I'm going to skateboard. <laughs> you, you, you actually do you have one of those like soft top Jeeps. Can I get some shots in there to fill about <laughs> half an hour? Yeah, we're going to send Action Bronson to kind of just like get arrested, and that's going to be 20 minutes. <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Action Bronson. I'm here in search of general special diet. <laughs> Searching for special diet. Number one man of history from before. Yo, that's why what shit it was like. <laughs> Why is well, he always boiling the chicken? You gotta boil it, cause you a made man. I fucking well, love Action Bros. It's like well, Santa was evil. I hate him so much. Welcome to my documentary where I'm trying to figure out where they get those tiny corns here in China. I've seen regular corns. But if you've ever ordered... Oh Shrink them down, petite. Oh, I like. That's like the what? Yeah. I'm very impressed by the level of action Bronson impressions. Yeah, that you being guys done are. Here. You guys are really nailing it. <laughs> I can see that Alex has done this at several people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said I'd at. regret waking up in the mirror every day for my action Bronson practice. But we showed them. It's going in the SNL reel. <laughs> Just wait until we stumble onto a topical red man oh. segment. SNL reel, uh, my dad knows Michael Shea. <laughs> I don't know if this will help you. My dad's very close with Michael Shea. My dad, who also, look out for Plot Against America coming out because he's an extra in that, playing a fancy Nazi. Oh, you my, fancy, huh? My Jewish father. <laughs> he should have his Jewish own Jewish does he look? That'd be so great. Like, uh, wow. <laughs> if he was a Nazi, it would be its own movie. He was like, Katie, how would you feel if I played a Nazi on TV? And I'm like, I wouldn't feel great about it. And he's like, but what if I told you I was in Tales? And I'm like, so you're at the Nazi ball? And he's like, exactly. And I'm like, how is this better? Hey, call me when you're in DuckTales. A woo-woo. A woo-woo. I'm your daughter. The angry a woo-woo. A woo-woo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My boyfriend is here. Baloo! No. No? That's, uh, that's the character of guy who doesn't know how babies cry, just like making fun of a sad child. Oh, a woo-woo. <laughs> a woo-woo-woo. <laughs> oh, woo. Yeah, so Food Wars is good. Yeah, Food Wars is good. I was what watching games Demon playing? Slayer, but I got... I can't take that fucking guide, Zenitsu. Yeah, dude, we already talked about this. They, they, it's like a trope. And it's like, he's so fucking obnoxious, I can't watch a show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got to be funnier in Japanese. I, uh, <laughs> Simply must It's be. unacceptable here. <laughs> I've... I've watched the whole thing. I think he's very annoying, but I found that you can just fast forward a little bit. I should just start fast forwarding. <laughs> I did finish it. Because I really it's like short. I like all the other characters yeah. and stuff. I like that for like a shonen trope. I find the main character endearing because he's so sincere in a way that is not annoying. I find yeah. sometimes like your Naruto Golden Retriever types yeah. get a little grating, but I, I found his struggle endearing. And yeah. so I'm like, I gotta see how this demon slaying plays out and see if this pig person finds out a love. Uh-huh. Yeah, the pig person had a lot going I knew on. you'd be a fan of the pig man. Yeah. Yeah, Just watch the show, I was like, Katie loves the pig man. I love the pig man because he's beautiful and emotionally unavailable and every time someone's nice to him, he doesn't know what's happening. And I'm like, I don't see myself in this at all. We have to explain to Jeremy. So there's a man, so they're all like specially trained ninjas essentially who fight demons, mm. but one of them is just a hill boy. He's, he's born in the he, woods. He was feral and raised by wolves. Okay. Yeah, and and he so he Hog's head he wears a own. boar's head on his head 
like the fine line of deli meats. And uh, he just has it on all the time. Mm. Yeah, he just looks like a a pig with a boy body. He's like a pig yeah. with a boy, but he's but also he's not sm- a pig with a boy. No, body. it's part no, of the plot he's... that he's smoking hot. Yeah, he's just... oh. and not not just smoking hot, but like stunningly beautiful. It's like, <laughs> they're not just like he's handsome. They're like he is a sight to behold. They, they the say pig. in the show they're like he's like a woman. He's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I was like, is this. I was like, it's one of those anime things where I'm like, I can't tell if you're trying to go for representation or you just have a thing that you're getting into. <laughs> How am I supposed to feel upon learning yeah. this? That's a really common trope in anime where they're like, they're so beautiful like a woman. It comes up yeah. so often. That's true. Not filthy like me. I mean men. Um, I've been like trudging through the Fruits Basket remake, even though I don't think I like it. And there's a whole plot in there where one of the boys, they like put him in a dress at the school festival and they're like he looks just like a girl he's so beautiful <laughs> uh, and then yeah then, then there's a guy who sucks ass who's a little shit and he can he only fight electrics. in his sleep which is a cool ass concept but every minute he's awake you're just like go the fuck to sleep I wish he yeah. would shut fight the fuck more. up is this the guy barely who fights. we were saying is like annoying and, yes. and kind of yeah, chewy yeah he's really annoying he's the one he's who makes like you not want to watch the show chewy. Yeah. Yeah. that's just anti-semitic that's a behind the paywall comment but uh, we yeah. had a whole conversation about this <laughs> it was behind the paywall no I'm, I'm letting you know it's anti-semitic to put Jewishness on that character <laughs> I haven't seen any of it no, that was anti-semitic for me I'm looking at you and Saying it to him. Oh my god! I don't even don't remember get... if I said it. Yeah, you did. Hey, it Somebody be. said it. I didn't. I didn't just make this. Yeah. It's not like we and have a recording like, where we could go back and we're find never out who go said back. it. Like you can't like, go back. Yeah, and they like combined. <laughs> you can never go back. Who even knows what episode we said it on? I don't know. I don't even know what you guys are fucking talking about. <laughs> I repeat my stories on this podcast on like a regular basis because I I just cannot remember anything I've ever said. Yeah, I feel like we might have talked about your dad being the Nazi before. Yeah, it's just really funny. It's he fun. keeps bringing it up. <laughs> He's so proud of his He's little tales. He's really excited yeah. about it. It's like me just like, ru- I've ruined Attack on Titan for so many people by doing that. Like, because it's such, I feel like Attack on Titan is such like an entry anime too. Yeah. That, like people who aren't usually into it are like, I've been really loving Attack wait, on Titan. Wait, wait, wait. I have to talk about this now because we've talked about it on our show for years and I'm finally caught up on Attack on Titan when I was hungover last week. I got to the part that's supposed to be surprised the Titans are Jews. It is not offensive at all. You I mean, guys are making have, hay from nothing. They may have changed it a bit before they fucking put it because the, the it was the people were talking about it in the the manga, manga. They were like, oh, the manga is different than the anime. Yes, because yeah, the anime just because the manga, the manga is they're like hyper anti-Semitic like on their jackets. And they got they the armband, like, yeah. but like it's weird. It's just weird to think of somebody making that show and trying to make some kind of point about the Holocaust. Because like as a one-to-one comparison, this is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> they turn into man-eating titans. Are you saying that anime didn't handle the Holocaust with grace <laughs> and a light touch? It seems like if we were talking about uh, food wars or baseball and then you were like, catchers are crazy and I'm like, in a way, they're like the Nazis and you were like, sure. <laughs> Just like a super forced stupid analogy. Yeah. It was yeah. like, in the, I think in the manga they were more like, we have to keep them underground because they're like, <laughs> they're working together. They have like, all the money yeah. <laughs> more or less <laughs> yeah in the original attack on titan they're not the titans are all just banks they just are giants, <laughs> so that's part of it they come out um yeah but I, I've, I've had to keep telling people i'm like that turns out to be about nazis and they're like oh so the titans are nazis and i'm like no no no, no. <laughs> try again the ones you like they're the nazis <laughs> like oh okay would you guess that the giants are skinless as one big metaphor for <laughs> circumcision <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Is that? That seems. And that's why they're so hot. The that's my recent read into it. Yeah. <laughs> they're Ooh. hot like a veiny phallus. Or this take. Here you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sizzling. Speaking phallus. of veins. Piccolo. Should we get into nuts. this? Yeah, oh. we're just about there. Let's get it. Anders level segue. I approve. That is a very good segue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like really good at podcasting. <laughs> good job, everybody. Yeah. Keep it up. I'm yeah, going to sip this guys. real quick. Okay, take a sip. Oh, I one more thing sh- I wanted to talk Everyone about. Everyone, sh- she's taking a sip. Take Put the microphone sip. to your throat. Hear the glugs. <laughs> 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 
You ready? <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Are you it's ready? like how a puppet drinks when they need to make it seem like it's. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of Alex, like in his head, just yeah. like natural head movements. It's like Cookie natural Monster style. There's like so much. <laughs> You're going to want to give it a natural bob <laughs> so it feels more lifelike. Yeah. <laughs> just get a stage drink going. <laughs> Glug. <laughs> That'll Ugh. show up on camera. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Is everyone ready? Yeah, I had my feeling sip. Feeling good. Feeling yep. great. Ready How are go. you? Ready I wanted to, to talk go. about Rob Thomas, but I can save it for the bonus. Well, let's talk about Rob Thomas. <laughs> he looks so weird. <laughs> How has he been a leading man for 20 years? Rob Thomas looks like every. He looks like an everyman. Here's the. Well, he looks like an everyman, but they try to play him off like a hot guy. Well, because he's, he's in the guy. closet. No, he is not an attractive guy. He's <laughs> in the closet. What? And so I think. For Santana? Not for Santana, but yeah, no, Rob yeah. Thomas is, is, it's like an open secret that he is a homosexual and that what? he, uh, so I think like part of this narrative is just tricking himself into like, yeah, like thinking he's like, this is Be more. a really straight JT type. Just yes. get out there. Yeah. He's just like, like I fuck hot. the camera with your normal Can face. I, see an updated f- I haven't like What's looked British at him in a hot? while. He's got that look in like a British, uh, like in, a, in like a show like Skins or yeah, something like yeah. that, where there'll be like. I, I know exactly what you mean, where it's just like. You know, if all you know is 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 like what you know, like pale Christian, like Protestant white guys. If it rains all year, this is hot he to seems you. Yeah, fine. Well, it's like they'll always uh, they'll yeah. always write somebody into the show as if they're hot, and everybody treats them like they're hot, and then you, as an American, are looking at them like, well, that's not TV hot. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's I'm, not TV hot yeah. at all. <laughs> I'm telling you, he looks fine in a still image. Then you see a video with him moving around. And you're like, you don't got the simile the sim- symmetry to be in this biz baby yeah I, I, I will credit him exile on the mainstream exile I, from my house did, did you guys ever see iZombie or ever watch iZombie I only watched a few of it I he, read all the comics <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the creator of like iZombie or whatever the TV show is named Rob Thomas and then as a joke he Rob Thomas that Rob Thomas was like on an episode performing as Rob Thomas and then he got killed by a zombie and that was pretty cool dude That's he's cute. on an episode of Sonny on always on his, it's always sunny oh, yeah, Philadelphia. Right. Him yeah. and uh, Danny DeVito. Not Shazam. No, Danny DeVito is just on the show. Yeah. Not yeah. Uh, who's the clean comic? <laughs> who's the clean comedian? You have to be more Sinbad. Sinbad. That's Sinbad. Right. Is, is it really it. Sinbad? Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, and, and <laughs> somehow I mixed up Danny DeVito and Sinbad <laughs> yeah. in my head. It's it's the whole episode is Sinbad runs a, a mental ward and Rob Thomas is his like crazy right hand man. He's like, "You Sinbad's bitch now, or you I'm gonna Sinbad give you to Rob Thomas." <laughs> and Rob Thomas is just like, <laughs> "See, this clear some stuff up because I'm like, what were you watching, Rob Thomas, in that you feel like you have this take? Just a Matchbox super fan. (laughs) I've seen, I've heard all the albums. I'm not like running into Rob Thomas on my regular media consumption. Like he's just not in there. Where did you encounter Rob Thomas? I've 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 heard all the Matchbox albums. Yeah, no, but I mean like recently. Like what made? Yeah, like why is this happening now? You keep talking about audio things. No, but the thing is, he's running through my mind. You specifically, and also they have him on it. The New York Sports Club, and that's where I'm seeing him. But also, I'm just thinking about him. And I watch the smooth music video every month. Yeah. Okay. We're on the fire escape. Because it's so smooth. Because oh my God. you can. Spectre just keeps fucking. He's like texting me so much about this Jake thing. <laughs> it's funny, 12 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Is he asking you to start a podcast based on the tweet? Because that's no. He's saying we should talk about it on Ballin' Out Super. Why? <laughs> Which I guess we are. So. I just talked about it on Jake's podcast. All right, talk about it on this one. <laughs> we have Rob Thomas stuff to get through. <laughs> we have yeah. Rob Thomas to get okay. through. I am going to start this episode because yeah, we have a episode. whole ass other one of these to do. Yeah, and we're at a half hour now. Uh, so okay, great. Perfect work, everybody. Great. Good, Good job. job, everybody. Hey, Thanks, great job. Rob. Another Thomas. another Thank great you, podcast in the bank. <laughs> and that's when everyone fell off of a cliff. And if you're having a hard time picturing that, oh, didn't see you there. I'm Dan Carlin from Hard Dan History's Hard Dan Time. And I'd like to tell you about a little one of my friends in my little podcast lists. I only listen to the most intense podcasts. Podcasts that make you wonder, what am I doing in the morning? 
What am I getting up for? Maybe my religion is a lie. Well, I've got one for you. How about the Ballin' Out Super Podcast? You can buy one of their shirts in the store. You can subscribe to their Patreon content. There's some great stuff on there. And then you can hit the subscribe button, and you can do it again. And after you hit it a second time, you do it again. And you sell everyone you see into slavery. That's my plug for the podcast. Dan Carlin, from Mike's Hard Day in History. The title of this episode is A Life or Death Battle, Goku and Piccolo's Desperate Attack. Now, I hope this one works out for him. Uh, <laughs> desperate attack. Things not looking bright for it's Goku. It's cuffing season at the fight factory, and things are looking <laughs> desperate. Raditz. We open up on Raditz, and he is lecturing Goku about all the ways in which he sucks ass. Raditz is so good at bringing you back to Dragon Ball. He always reminds you what you were talking about and what's yeah. happening. Yeah. I believe the first line of the episode was, anyways. And that should be like the first line saying. every fucking anime. Just, anyways. In case you missed it, I'm your brother and from space. Now let's get back to what we were talking about. It's time to fight. I'm going to fly around like a starfish, which I think is fighting. <laughs> Raditz not clear on a lot of language. I enjoyed the part where go in the very beginning, Goku's like, where did you hide my son? And then Raditz's like, I didn't hide your son. I just put him in a small thing a ways away from here. <laughs> like, that's what we call hiding here on Earth, yeah, alien. Dude. What are you hiding from, Raditz? <laughs> You're being called out in these streets for hiding things. No. <laughs> Um, he reminds us that two other Saiyans are coming to join him at the party, and Piccolo is so <laughs> it's so horny at the prospect of more Saiyans. Yeah, to fight. he's excited we're, because we're excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like this becomes such a thing later on in, Piccolo in is the Dragon Ball Super, where like every time there's a new fight, Goku's like, "I'm so excited for another fight," and then, like this time he's like. I wouldn't say I'm excited, more scared. <laughs> that's that's a much more reasonable yeah, response. These to are all the this. last days of reasonable Goku before the CTE really takes hold. But it tracks he hasn't died though. Yet. Yeah, that's what it is. Because he dies and then becomes unreasonable. <laughs> if you haven't died, you cannot judge his lived experience. Yeah, it's yep. like Sam in Supernatural. When he comes back from hell, he's a changed man. Supernatural and Dragon Sup- Ball have a lot of similarities. Yeah, like classic was rock that like and a roll. Sci-fi show, oh man, I expected some level of supernatural. <laughs> no, nope. nope. I have uh, seen we're you nothing three on this. seasons. It, it's there are twelve more. I watched <laughs> the first on the one CW. and thought they should have called it at that. Yeah, yeah. What a cool a idea for six hours. <laughs> it's a show about two brothers who have really a lot of problems with relating to each other as men and then they fight <laughs> demons around the country and it's on the CW they're also so handsome yeah everyone that's on the show mostly is what the show oh is. yeah CW loves like a handsome 30 year old teenager oh, yeah. that they're like it's okay to want to fuck this teenager cause they're an adult man <laughs> yeah. Yeah. if is one it? of these brothers was fronting Matchbox 20 my god you would never hear the end yeah. of it is it like one of those shows like Psych or like Monk no that Psych was is Great forever though. and like yeah, no, it's ever still saw. on. I think it's in its final season. Each <laughs> brother, each brother has died multiple times. This is uh, a little off topic, but like speaking of shows that went on forever that you never watched. When I was working at Midtown Comics in like 2010, Smallville ended, a show which I had never watched a yeah. single episode of, even though it was on for like a decade. And they came to the comic book store to be like, like CW came to comic book yeah. store to be like. This show's ending, and these comic book store employees give a shit. And I was the only woman working there, of course, because it was 2010, so they're like, we need to get you on camera. I'm like, I've literally never seen an episode of the show. So I had to have the dudes behind the counter be like, okay, Katie, uh, Booster Gold was in the episode. You love Booster Gold. I'm like, I liked it when Booster Gold was there. Like, you look like a character on the show. Her name was, I don't even remember. It's like this chick. And I'm like, I like that chick. People say I look like her. I'm like, can you edit this into something? Like, yeah. Her so name, like, no, we got what we need. Some very choppy. Yeah, we're going to edit this into something. I don't know her name. It was, it was Lois Lane. It's a Superman show. No, it was, I mean, well. I know Superman characters. I just never watched Smallville. Oh. 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it expands. I bet. Smallville's uh, about Superman. Yes, Are it's about. Yeah, it's about Clark me? Kent. It's about like horny teen Superman. I, I know you were yeah. living in a squad at this time, but <laughs> 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 that fucking blows. I think it sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who cares about teen uh, Superman? Anyway, we won't. Yeah, we won't go any deeper. Give me but Lois and Clark. It does Clark. do the CW Lois thing of like goddamn Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Lois and Clark. Clark and Lois. Finding the, the American West. How about that for a fucking Yeah, when Lewis show? and Clark landed and Sacagawea let them out of their space crib. Right. <laughs> exposing them to our yellow sun. <laughs> Only to find out he was born to kill the Native Americans. There's a lot of... The CW is... Yeah, Supernatural's about demons. And like you said, everyone's TV hot. And like anybody that's like not smoking hot is... Always a demon. Like, <laughs> you meet a you meet a family and they're like, "There's a demon plaguing our town," and they're like, "This is our son. He has red hair. Like, He's a demon. <laughs> the only redhead I've ever seen on the show. He's a hundred percent a demon. This is our son, an established British actor. <laughs> yeah. We can't figure out who the demon might be. It might be our ugly, sniveling son. He's might making be the a- <laughs> one French Canadian person in this town. Yeah. There's been a lot of rumblings around town just as Rob Thomas comes to visit <laughs> something must be wrong <laughs> anyway so yeah Goku's like where's my son Raditz like I, I put him in a ball pretty neat huh and, uh, I don't babysit often I also wrote down that Goku is not wearing shoes yeah he's not he's posting feet pics on main that just yeah. sh- it shows that he's like taking it serious cause like when you get really into squats, you can't wear shoes, and it's kind of like what Goku's doing. You need I like the all natural. This is when he's still yeah. kind of like, I'm like a martial arts guy. Yeah. I don't wear shoes. Namaste. I'm you can Goku. feel the heartbeat of the earth is yeah. the important thing. I don't wear shoes in the octagon. I'm not wearing them now. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking namaste ha me ha. <laughs> Uh, Piccolo and Goku rush at Raditz. They're trying to do fisties and punchies, but Raditz is just dodging the shit out of them. Grass is flying. Yeah, grass gets fucked up. Happens everywhere. This is a terrible episode for the grass. Yeah. Yeah. The lawn, boys. The lawn. But it's the before lawn. Dragon Ball where when they fight, the whole world blows up every time. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a slight muffing to the grass. Yeah. They also do blow a uneven hole in a large mountain, so oh, okay. the landscape doesn't do one great. mountain. <laughs> but it's not like all mountains on the earth. <laughs> yeah. The way it is later, um, some good punches though. Good hey. punches. I was watching them like yeah, get, yeah. Get they're it. really going for the animation, just like lo- real life. Yeah. Still looks so good at this point, where like they're actually animating fights. Yeah. yeah, the grass, like specifically, there's like blades of grass that pop up, and you can tell that was something within. In like two years, they were just like, "Why?" Yeah, no more grass. By the way, we don't have grass money anymore. Yeah, memo on the cork board just says, uh, "Notice to all staff: no more fucking grass." (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, I'm just gonna use the Photoshop Move tool to drag Krillin across the screen again. (laughs) And how about you get the fuck out of my office? (laughs) Notice to all staff: you're not Stanley fucking Kubrick. No more grass. Oh, Keep yeah. it simple. <laughs> Let me add more atmosphere to it. Just like <laughs> mocking you by pretending to draw grass. Remember you're making drugs for children. No more grass. <laughs> um, at this point, Radis flies in the air and does what Alex proclaimed a double Sunday in which he shoots yeah, two he didn't beams. Say it. He didn't say it, but you know that's what it is. I didn't mean to look that up. A two-scoop Sunday. <laughs> He's called double Sunday. I think like the day and not the scoop, but that does make more sense. I don't know if it's a play on the ice cream scoop. And he beams down at Piccolo and uh, Goku and fucks him up. Yeah, blasts his shirt. It's yeah. good. We love to see it. He blasts yeah. him so good. It blasts you like yeah. when you eat a double Sunday too quickly. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it's yeah. It's unfortunate for them that they think they're good going two v one. Unfortunately, he has a double Sunday. He's the yep. one guy that shoots two beams, yep. which is 
Two really scoops, <laughs> Wait, who was the who was the the martial arts guy who did the the, the two guns at once? And everyone was like, he invented John shooting Wu, two Kim, guns at once. Kimbo, and you're like, there's absolutely no way he's the first person to do it. It was invented in equilibrium. Christian Bale thought it up. He used two guns. But you know, it's like when you're going to the ice cream parlor and you're like one scoop Sunday, please yeah. and they surprise you with a second Dump. scoop it's pretty exciting yeah they're doing Until a special today later when you shit mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until when you shit that yeah. famous ice cream happenstance <laughs> <laughs> sounds just... to me like somebody isn't ethnically Jewish <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck here I'm more of a strong Irish stomach. <laughs> I'm more of a friend of the show. <laughs> Just out here bringing the ice cream. <laughs> Alex, as someone married to a Jewish woman, you should understand that IBS is part of the Jewish American experience. Respect when the diaspora. My when my employers say, Katie, why are you late? And I say, I was shitting. They cannot dock me for that. Yeah. That is discrimination. discrimination. Respect the diaspora. It's like yeah. when people call Bernie Sanders angry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't like him. He seems like he has diarrhea a lot. <laughs> diaspora Sunday! <laughs> I announced in early January that for me, 2020 is nothing but pee-pee-doo-doo humor, and I have been committed to that. Nothing but shit in my lawn, Johns. I'm now very into this idea I've stumbled on of an Israeli translation of Dragon Ball where all the moves are changed to be slightly more Jewish. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's just don't mess with the Zohan, actually. That is that. Goku, you need to kick with both legs behind your head. Well, the more Jewish version of all of them would just be putting a question mark at the end of the move. Kame Hanukkah! What's the name of the plate? Once I assemble all of the ingredients for the Passover plate, I already have the bitter herbs and the haraset. I heard you're holding a lamb bone. <laughs> Will they celebrate next year in Jerusalem? Find out this week on Dragon Ball Z. Oh, shit, it's a perm filler episode. Kakarot, rumor is back on the home planet that you're leavening your bread. <laughs> Anyway, I uh, heard he moved to Earth to marry a doctor. <laughs> so he, they beam Goku and Piccolo, and he kicks Goku on the ground. He's all fucked up. And then Goku's like, oh, my shirt. And, uh, and then This he, is my only shirt. And he looks up at Piccolo, whose arm has been torn off. And he's like, holy shit. And he's like, it's no big deal, but like, sorry about your shirt, yeah. bitch. Oh, is that H&M? Oh, it's just an orange cloth? Okay, never yeah. mind. Goku's just like, ah, it's cold when my nippy touch the ground. And then Piccolo's like, I am missing much of myself. My whole ass arm has gone missing. Don't worry, it'll grow back. My sense of self has wildly shifted. You think my arm's missing? You should see what your wife's up to. Um, anyway. A lot of memories with that arm. I haven't cut my nails in years. So, Goku and Piccolo start discussing... What are they going to do? And then Raditz is like, what are you two bitch-ass punks doing? Making a plan, you yeah. fucking nerds? Again, no. Raditz rules. <laughs> we were like, saying, Raditz just sounds like he's talking to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, look at these two fucking noobs being like, I have a plan, whatever, bitch. I'm Raditz, look at my hair so long. What are you whispering about? <laughs> this is going to be a great show. <laughs> it does feel like Raditz is coming from the perspective of knowing what Dragon Ball Z is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's kind of talking to them, just like, what are you doing over there? Just start beaming already. 
Piccolo's uh, confides in Goku that he has a special attack that he's been saving specially to murder Goku with, but he's like, I guess I'm going to have to waste it on this guy. And he's like, don't worry, you can kill me later. And they're like, great, friendship. I'm going to hit you with that, ooh, Goku. <laughs> yeah, he's got weird, like, Kathy Bates and Misery energy. He's like, I was going to tie you to a bed and use my special beam on you to kill you, show how much I love you. But unfortunately... <laughs> the line between I'm an evil is... king without a queen. <laughs> the line between them is so fucking funny, too, because he, he says, like, the I was saving this for you, and he's like... And ironic, you're going to have to save me with. And he's like, that's what I was, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of what I was getting at, yeah. Damn, damn, you're stupid. It's crazy. Go, you know, How do it's, I have a conversation? It's funny to go back to these because you do see how Goku's dialogue in these earlier episodes really birthed the, uh, a, a legion of Reddit, like, milady medieval types. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone of, like, Goku's serious lines is like, you laugh because I'm different. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By your own logic, you're going to have to use it to save me. (laughs) So they're going to, uh, Goku just starts fisty punchings at uh, Raditz Ball. Piccolo warms up the beam in the oven. (laughs) Yeah, he's getting it warm. It takes a while. Goku's dancing around and he's like, oh, stop hitting yourself. And he jumps in the sky and does a kamehameha. And uh, while he's doing that, Raditz turns on his cell phone and he's like, oh, your power's getting bigger. That green one, too. Huh. Uh, <laughs> really big numbers. Really big numbers. These numbers are going up and are hyper specific. 1,004. Yeah. That seems like a lot, right? <laughs> They're like establishing a thing that's never going to be important again here where like when you charge up a beam, your power level goes up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter he, at he's, all. He says... <laughs> They can change their power level at will, which makes zero fucking sense. Power level, a thing we just made up last episode. It's actually very different than we thought. This violates all the rules. It is very funny how long they cling to power level, too. Before finally at some point being like, it literally changes nothing about yeah. the way this show works. We yeah. don't need it. Sometimes it's, it's a different number, but it feels different. I don't know. <laughs> no one knows how this show yeah. works. <laughs> By the end of the episode, it's like a fucking SAT word problem because they're like, if Goku's power level is 1307 and the aliens on this planet are under 1000, what would you estimate a usual combatant? <laughs> like, It's just like, I don't know what the fuck. Goku leaves the station at 3 o'clock <laughs> yeah. on his Nimbus. <laughs> Goku lets his beam rip and uh, it follows Raditz in a big blue kamehameha. And Raditz is like, whoop, better get going. And he starts <laughs> scooting away from it and it follows him. And then it blows him up and you're like, oh, cool. And he's like, haha, I deflected it. And uh, you're yeah. like, oh, shit, that that sucks. And he fucks up Goku. The deflection. And he tears his clothes up and it's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was very cool. Very and we cool. all like Goku getting beat up. I just want to say Raditz deflecting the beam. His posture was like, what, what would you call this? Oh, like, like super just, curled in fingers. Yeah, he like did like the worst. You're doing a kitten paw. It should smash your little fingers in. Is <laughs> yeah, it, it would break do. every single one of your It's fingers. the worst thing to do for your fingers. It just shows in space they don't respect your fingers. Yeah, it also shows they don't have arthritis, because even doing this, I'm like, ow. Oh, ow. <laughs> oh, I hope a beam doesn't smash me. Oh, fuck my titties. But again, we don't really know. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You guys have a soundboard? <laughs> David Citrick, please grab that one. Yeah. David, I know you're here. David Citrick. <laughs> Somewhere David recording his own podcast in Queens. What? <laughs> the soundboard. <laughs> um, Piccolo, meanwhile, he's still buzz- He's just buzzing with electricity. And Rads is like, oh, yeah, that guy. Still uh, missing his arm, too. He's uh, yeah. at like 1,300. That's uh, a number. And My man pumping. Piccolo yeah. lets loose the special beam cannon, but they say it in Japanese, so I can't remember my, it. My- Makansapopo. Don't hold me to this one. Round Robin. Matis Yahoo. Mafungo, I believe. Delicacy. Special beam cannon. Yeah, it goes. It's beam malicious, and he fucking dodges it, and he's like, ho ho, you scratched me, sport. 
Should have yeah. tried harder. And yeah. let me tell you, he is mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Raditz is mad. Yeah, he does the thing that is going to become infuriatingly common throughout the series where somebody kind of gets hit by something and says, ha, ha, you almost scratched me a little bit. Right. I'm yeah. impressed, if anything. I mean, they did mess up his epaulets. And that yeah. was a, you know, there's a lot of thought going into his little armor where, mm-hmm. where he was going to wear his little garter belts and stuff. Yeah, so I he, noticed, and you guys have discussed the thigh guard. Which is the thigh guard yeah. and the arm guard. We went into it in detail the first episode. <laughs> yeah. It's almost all we've spoken about. <laughs> I mean, but what else can you talk about when you see that? When you yeah. just, it just, uh, my eyes can't leave it. It's, I just, it's such a, and that's why he wears it. Summer's for coming, the attention. Summer's coming, fellas, and I demand. <laughs> I demand the return of... Uh, a masculine garter. A masculine <laughs> garter yeah. on one side of your body if you're in a gang, on another if you're gay. You know the rules. <laughs> you know the rules. You know which side is which, <laughs> and it always to be worn with a tortoise shell bikini. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Get flagging, fellas. Uh, 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 yeah, he's always like he's mad, but tee hee hee behind him. Goku got your tail, Raditz. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And as we know, for a super powerful yep. guy. <laughs> The his weakness is pulling on his little monkey tail, which might also be a butt plug. Right. It's so sexual. Yeah. It's like, ooh, don't pull it. Well, the, it doesn't seem like plastic Kakarot. It's just like, oh. Yeah, he immediately goes ass up on the ground. Right, like a cat when you scratch their butt. <laughs> Raditz got that good arch. Yeah, like it really is like one step from him basically having an anal hook in, where you're like, bad Raditz. But and he, yeah, and then Goku's literally like, and he's like, literally begging. Go, he's like, oh, I learned my lesson. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I should have gone right for this, huh? <laughs> the analogy we use is it's like balls. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it also just kind of like asks why, because apparently, yeah, if he, he touches his tail and Radish just splays out on the ground. He's like, <laughs> and like, why is every Saiyan fight not just a fucked up game of like flag football? Where right, you're just right. Like trying tail. to like tap their tails so that they come all over the ground <laughs> and you win the fight. Yeah, he's like, you wouldn't kill me. I'm your brother. Right. Oh, let me go. I'm your I've brother changed. and you're making me shoot buckets. <laughs> Ooh. You know, there are websites more- dedicated to this kind of Saiyan treatment. Kakarot, you know our powers are linked to our, o- our overactive prostates. Don't stimulate it. Kakarot, I can't. You're my stepmother's child. You know, in Saiyan culture, it isn't considered gay if you keep another man warm at night. Kakarot, you're home from college already. <laughs> Uh, this, I do. Love, this is my favorite part of the episode, though. Yeah. Also, uh, tails for the being we point one thing that's not armored at all, and in fact, it's just wrapped around their waist. It's fully yeah. available. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of decorative armor that's not doing anything, and then the tail yeah. wide out in the open. So Goku's just playing footsie with his tail, and he's like, "Please, I've changed." And Piccolo, one-armed Piccolo, is like, D- uh, "Don't listen to him. Right, what are yeah. you doing?" And Goku's like. Oh, he's making some pretty good points. Yeah, Raditz. Got a good read on this Raditz guy. is, yeah, <laughs> the most straightforward. He's basically like, Goku, I've had a moment of clarity and changed my mind. Please fucking let go of my tail. <laughs> Goku's Would like, I lie to you, your brother, after what we've been through, me kidnapping your son and trying to kill you? <laughs> yes, my entire personality and goals are different now. Please fucking let go. <laughs> Goku lets go because he's... Fucking stupid. And Raditz is like, you're the dumbest shit alive. He immediately elbows him, fucks him up on the ground, steps on him, because this is the first time we're establishing that Goku is a little piss pig for punishment. He's like, oh, step on me. Something is changing in me right now. He does that thing where his pupils become little circles, and he's like, meow. His and power level's increasing when I step on him. <laughs> he's stepping on him, berating him about how dumb he is, and he's like, yeah, okay. And then Piccolo He's drooling just, on him, and he's like, I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Piccolo, of course, is like, God, fucking damn it. And uh, suddenly... So fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. 
Gohan. Go He's Jesus. like, I should have fucking killed him. <laughs> Gohan blast out of the little spaceship and Red literally goes, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. And there's the commercial cut and then we come back from commercial, Gohan lands on the floor and Raditz again turns around and goes, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was really crazy. <laughs> like he just like in the midst of him being in the air like forgot for a second went back to something else and was like, Oh wait, what? <laughs> uh, are you a, wait, you're a child, right? There's a lot of like two foot tall men in this show, so I'm just not clear all the time. Uh, he announces that his power level is like off the charts, and Gohan goes, "Don't hurt my daddy!" Mm-hmm. And uh, he becomes possessed by a beam and fucks up Raditz while screaming, "Daddy!" Right, and he I- launches himself yeah, with his he little head. Headbutts him at incredible speed in the in the armor, <laughs> shattering his vertebrae. Shattering his arm. And then Raditz makes that face like, oh. <laughs> yeah. His head does that like wibble wobble. Uh, yeah, he gets him right in the solar plexus and right. cracks his turtle You'd, armor. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, like I know we're making jokes, but I actually really love Baby Gohan. He's a fun character for yeah, me. I, I feel rules. I feel emotions towards Baby Gohan. All joking aside, Baby Gohan, if you ever need a place to stay, you can come sleep on my couch for like two days and probably not any more than that. Cause I have really small apartments. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're really small. Doesn't matter. Yeah, and then I'm talking to I'm talking the to the city. Break the jar of sand that we made at my wedding. That's very important. Sand to us. art. Yeah. Uh, then Raditz backhands Gohan. He's because he's like the fuck. Oh, this is good too because yeah. when he hits Gohan. Uh, the show immediately changes to like a wacky Peanuts cartoon <laughs> yeah. and Gohan gets like spiral funny eyes and it's like, yeah, funny child abuse. Not yeah. like the bad kind. <laughs> yeah. There's just like a loud accordion noise and they're like, Gohan's all mixed up now. <laughs> boing, oing, oing, oing. <laughs> Goku pleads with him. He's just a baby and Raditz is like, his power level is out of control. I'm going to genocide him. My favorite thing to do. And you'll see him when you're dead as shit. And just when you think it's over for baby Gohan, Goku grabs Raditz from behind and he's like, let that beam rip Piccolo. I don't care if it kills the two of us. Right, we're like, the full yeah. Nelson. Yeah. When the- he had a full element of surprise, uh, open was the thing that if you touch it, Raditz falls over. <laughs> but he's like, we're going full Nelson here. Yeah, you want to get him. And that's why it's illegal in folk wrestling. <laughs> Because you're just on a power lock, you can't get out of it. Yeah. Even with your boisterous brother there. So, yeah, he basically makes the point to Goku that he's like, when this beam rips, it's going to kill both of us. And Goku's like, I don't care. I think it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) This is the only way. And I'm like, I think there's another way, but whatever. Maybe Uh, there was another way just a moment ago, and somebody was too dumb to take it. It's important for me to die in front of my son so that he's okay later. <laughs> Piccolo is covered in gross pulsating veins because he's been edging this beam for like 10 minutes. Yeah, and I feel like we didn't talk about this in the last episode or whenever we saw him first where like when he does a beam, you see the juice move around his arm before he shoots <laughs> yeah, the beam. his veins are pumping quite hard. Yeah, this is like the part of the show where Piccolo's power is very tied to the juice. It's very involved <laughs> juice-wise. Yeah. And he's green, so it looks like, like a naked juice bottle of juice. <laughs> So he does the beam, and it goes straight through Raditz and Goku, and it looks cool as shit. And then they're both fucking dead, but not before they talk a bunch. (laughs) Uh, They're sizzling. How could I lose, says Raditz and Piccolo's like, I doubt Goku will be dead for long because people are going to wish him back. And he's like, you punk-ass bitch. I've been texting my friends this whole time. (laughs) Receipts. It was a three-way call, idiot. (laughs) This scouter has 5G. Now they, Vegeta and Nappa know you have a crush on them. (laughs) I like that, because what he says is he's like, I was sending audio of this. Can you imagine just listening to the weird audio of this long (laughs) fight? It's like, they haven't said anything for like eight minutes. Okay. Yeah, you just just keep hearing like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think he's yelling. He's, he's like yelling at a baby. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Raz, like, thanks for the info, babe. I've told my friends they are on their way to fucking kill you. 
you. And oh, then- wait, wait, wait. Huge realization here. If they're on a three-way call, Vegeta's chewing the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just getting that right in your ear. <laughs> Maybe that's why he <laughs> fucked up. He's just like, God. Yeah. Pickle is like, fuck. And uh, Radis is like, how about that? You like the taste of that, noob? <laughs> uh, My friends love me so fucking much. And then Piccolo fakes him out to death. Yeah. <laughs> he holds up his hand, and then Red is Oh, yeah, dead. or he does like yeah. a Shang Tsung, like, steal your soul type thing. Could be that. I, then, c- I couldn't I tell. I think he had a heart attack. I think he just died because there was a giant hole through all of his organs. Well, we saw it, and because of probably sensors... The the result of the beam was a big nasty bruise. Yeah, it was big, like a big gray area where your lungs <laughs> yeah. and heart are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bulma, Krill, and Roshi pull up on the plane, and they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> uh, Let us guess what happened here. My husband is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile. Nappa and Vegeta are on a planet, and that's when they're like, uh, you've been watching this? He looks dead. And Vegeta's just, like, eating a bug man. Yeah. <laughs> they're, sta- they're sitting in the midst of millions of dead bug men. They yeah. have just committed full-blown genocide, <laughs> and he's sitting there eating one of the things they killed. <laughs> a he- detail they never revisit, and I really wish yeah. they did. <laughs> Vegeta <laughs> is tiny, and I love it, because I love a short king, to mm. be honest. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm tiny, virile, and I'm all about these dragon balls. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned about them, and I'm all about them now. Yeah. Is anyway. Vegeta coming out of the next bus? He's yeah. just like, three things about me. <laughs> I'm tiny, I'm virile, and I'm all about Dragon Balls. And I'm like, Vegeta has a weird vibe, but I'm willing to see where this goes. It was fun that the whole thing was Raz being like, my friends love me so much and that they Instantly. will immediately wish me back. Cut to, we are not wishing it back. Really not using it on that. I'm going to fucking blow a wish on nothing. <laughs> Instantly ruling that out. I'm going to I'm gonna wish for Uber Eats as a joke. <laughs> We cut back, and everyone, Krillin's like, don't die, Goku. And he's like, no, I'm fucking dead. But they're like, don't worry, we'll wish you back pretty soon. And Goku's like, that sounds pretty tight. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good, okay, bye. I'm going to spend 20 episodes on a snake. And he dies, and then that's the end of the, episode. the, end of the episode. Oh, good. So, gang, out of seven Dragon Balls, we'll start with Alex. This is one of the greats of show business, and you can look back to this as an example of any text uh, in the in the entertainment industry moving forward. And that's why I give it a full six out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> Almost no room for improvement, except a little bit, the appropriate amount. <laughs> Sincere set six out of seven uh, because <laughs> Ooh, almost, because almost. I really enjoyed this episode, but uh, you know I'm looking for a stand up and cheer moment, and I think we are still in the like setting the pins up so we can knock them down type shit. Raditz is like too funny. It's like when Adam Sandler's the lead of a movie. Yeah, mm. like I'm looking forward for our uh, genocide prince to get to town and like then I'm sure I will be launching off sevens left and right. Oh, yeah. But right now I'm just like sitting pretty. Looking- Excited to see what comes from the show that I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> Eli? I, I mean, I'm, I guess I'll follow the pattern. I have no other. <laughs> yep. I have no other. It's yep. like my rating means nothing because I don't. I rated no other episodes, but like six of those good. And a lot of it's, it reminded me of a lot of things that I forgot about this show. Like the Piccolo loses limbs almost constantly, just like an awful little starfish. Uh, he's always dropping <laughs> stuff off. A lot of the characters are like starfish, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starfish theme show. Uh. I love, like I mentioned before, Baby Gohan. Love, love Baby Gohan because anyway, the little baby is dressed in kind of like a series of tapestries is good. Yeah, he always <laughs> looks like he's on his way to a ceremony, yeah. and I like that. And I like that they put one of the rarest things in the world on his hat, a piece of clothing that falls off. Every time he moves, <laughs> I think you're responsible. Go on, uh, Goku still thinks it's his grandpa. I think yeah. a little bit. Oh yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, so folks, uh, I'm going to have to concur with my co-hosts here and say, wow, very nearly perfect episode. I so mean, close. So close. It's got everything you want for an episode. It's got fights. It's got two beams. It's got a memorable villain who says really fun stuff. Yeah, he's like funny. You've got like a lot of like fun direction and stuff happening. People really taking the show seriously. When uh, when Goku dies, Krillin emotes. That's something that I really That's true. They Krillin animated Krillin's really, really face sad. in this, folks. <laughs> right. Uh, and so that's why I say, Mwah, almost perfect episode. Almost. <laughs> Just short yeah. of it. Six out of seven. Cool. Plug a plug a choo choo. Oh yeah, Eli. What do you got? Oh yeah, uh, not a ton. No, I. Uh, you can listen to my podcast. What a time to be alive. Alex was just on it. We discussed a lot of different stuff. Everything and nothing. Yeah, snakes. If Shrek was a firefighter, that was a that bit. was a big part of it. <laughs> yeah, it was us all doing shockingly accurate Shrek impressions. <laughs> yeah, where you'll be listening, you'll be like, "Am I listening to the soundtrack for Shrek?" Yeah, so that's my podcast about weird news stories that doesn't get there very often. Uh, and you can watch me on Twitch if you Twitch. I'm unemployed now, so I'm twitching too much. At twitch.tv slash pig underscore dog, and I'm on Twitter at just my name. Eli Uden, E L I Y U D I N. It's all vowels. It's very hard to it's figure all out. Vowels. I think it's easy and it's great. Katie. Thanks. You can find <laughs> me at Twitter at Katie Rose or on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. I was public on everything, but then someone tried to hack my fucking Twitter, so I had to go back on lockdown. <laughs> you guys cannot have nice things. Nope. Uh, but you know, request me. I'll probably add you unless you're super sus. Uh, as <laughs> usual, Waiting for the fan who gets that one. <laughs> um, please watch the show I make for my fucking job. Last words on the pit. If yep, you that's like the name, that is the name of the show, and. Uh, you can find it on the Pitts website or on the Pitts YouTube channel. Just Google that and you'll find it if you like that sort of thing. Um, I'm on Twitter.com at Patek Jokes. And, oh, if you are in New York this week, I have a live debate show on Wednesday and there may be a very exciting guest on it. I cannot say uh, who at the moment, but it's pretty cool. I can't say anymore. It's just plugged, so it's, I'm just mentioning it. But uh, it's at the Secret Loft at eight on Wednesday, and that's gonna be really fun. And then uh, it's listen not to my the other secret guest that have stood you up several times in the past, is it, Alex? It is, but it's a different one. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Thomas. It's Rob Thomas. <laughs> it's Dean and Sam Winchester from Supernatural. <laughs> uh, yep, and then. Um, uh, I felt like I had another big thing, but I don't know what it is, and that's it. And uh, bad and news is a comedy show every comedy week show. at the Cherry Tree Bar. Oh, oh, is that every week at Cherry Tree on Sundays at seven yeah. thirty? Well, I would mm. check that out too. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hari Kondabolu there last week. He's not there all the time. Pretty cool. Pretty neat. Pretty so neat. he won't be there this week. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when, when, you have, when you have a star like Hari you never know when he's coming back wow. with very serious fans who don't seem like they like comedy at all yes. but they're at your show they oh. seem to resent comedy in all it's form wow you got what I call the Portland experience <laughs> Uh, You'll find that Hari Kondabolu brings Portland with him wherever he goes. I do. <laughs> and he gets a I little do. mad at his own fans for how serious they are. Anyway, I hope he doesn't hear this. He won't. He, there's no chance. I've never been less worried about a thing on a podcast before. Um, all right, find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder. Check out my other podcast, Generation Loss. And uh, that's it for this week. Join us next week. See